0: the world of Pokémakers.
1: I'm Professor Fierce.
0: And I'm Professor Fierce.
1: But if that's too confusing, you can call us... JD. And Alex.
0: For some people, Pokémon are pets.
1: Others use them for battle.
0: We're here to create all new Pokémon.
1: And a world for them to inhabit.
0: Last time, we were joined by Mikey, and together, mostly you and he, with a little for me created a series of islands the Archipelago de Coloris a series of islands that each draw inspiration from a previous main region of Pokemon and have native Pokemon there and in the post game can be used to encounter various legendary Pokemon as you were guided by Professor Weist.
1: And also we made Tapultigo, an additional legendary Pokemon based on four traditional elements of Earth, Fire, Water, Air.
0: Also it's based on an ogapogo.
1: Also an Ogopogo.
0: <laughs> That's kind of the main thing. Yeah. Today We're going to determine exactly what the elemental shards can do in the overworld with their field abilities So we're going to head to trainers choice So throughout the series so far, we've talked a lot about the Elemental Shards and we've mentioned, especially as we've been going over the map, what field abilities the Elemental Shards could potentially have, especially bearing in mind the fact that many of them will be collected in the opposite order, depending on the game you're in. Mm. So they can't be absolutely game-breaking, necessary abilities, but we want them to be used in overworld puzzles. So it's kind of a balancing act.
1: Yeah, so I feel like they would be something that you would get going one direction that would allow you to go places that if you got it later, you'd have to come back to that place.
0: Yes, yeah, so we kind of talked about how they can enable and open up paths on a route that aren't otherwise there, depending on what you've got available to you. So say, in Pokemon South, you started in the North and you've got your Ice Shard as your first badge, essentially. Mm-hmm. We talked about that being an ability that allows you potentially roll up snowballs to create yeah. platforms, and that can help you climb up ledges quicker than you could traveling through that same area in the opposite direction.
1: Which means when you're traveling from South to North, if you're playing Pokemon, one north and you start in the south, by the time you get up there, you have to go the long way first yeah. because now you're at the harder part of the game. So
0: the same dungeon and the same layout can be used for a more complicated puzzle.
1: Yeah. Remind me how the elemental shards work exactly.
0: In the overworld, to use their field abilities, you need to meet one of two criteria. You need to have either a Pokemon that is that matching type or there'll be some other criteria depending on what ability that shard does. So for the ice type one where we're talking about rolling snowballs, mm. that one you need high physical attack. You need high strength
1: right? Yeah, to be
0: able to manipulate the snowballs in that way. And they don't all have to be stat-based. We talked about them being various different abilities. Yeah,
1: like the Pokemon has to be over a certain size or has wings.
0: Exactly. I think it's important to note that in addition to the bicycle we have three boards to help with travel. The skateboard, the surfboard and the snowboard. So, most importantly from that, the water type one doesn't need to be used for surf. As you might typically expect. Yeah. So it can be used for a different kind of puzzle.
1: Something else. Let's,
0: let's try and go through ones we're pretty confident on already. The ice type one. Snowball like,
1: puzzles, yeah.
0: Creating snowballs in particular. It's a mechanic that I know, and it shows up in a lot of video games. I remember it from Yoshi's Island.
1: Animal Crossing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that's, that's less used for puzzles No it's
1: not for puzzles <laughs> But that is how I am imagining it Like yeah, you very gotta similar. get them really big And then they're harder to control The bigger they get
0: Well, the water type one Doesn't have to be a travel one We have talked about the flying one Being used as the game's Fast travel system Yeah
1: Yeah
0: And I think we're happy to stick with that Because that one we're also associating With the Astralite Circus Yeah And you'll get it from them And we can position that Exactly where it needs to be In either game Yes Because they appear at various points And their tents appear at different points
1: Yeah you will meet them at roughly the same time in either game.
0: Yeah. I feel like we had a particular thing for ground. I think, was it to do with quicksand and sand traps?
1: Yeah. We talked about those big, the first ones that you get. (laughs) Yeah. So, but instead of building things up, you're leveling things out. You're filling in a sand trap.
0: Right. It's allowing you to move sand around a bit as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Is that
0: too complicated? Particularly for a first one?
1: I'm thinking about how the ways that this kind of stuff actually ends up working in Pokemon is Uh that you walk up to a large boulder you press a to interact with it and it's like would you like to push this so I'm imagining there's a pit and then there's a pile of sand and you walk up to the pile of sand from whatever direction you want to move it to
0: an alternative way where it is just quicksand rather than these other mm. sand traps is that it could kind of work similar to whirlpool where it's just this is an obstacle and using the HM removes it. it's as simple as that
1: yeah I'm fine with that
0: which of those two ideas we prefer firming up the sand is a lot simpler yeah but maybe less interesting
1: I think it's probably easier easier to implement and it's better as a first
0: it could be it goes both ways and later on there could be areas where you need to create quicksand i'm not sure for what benefit but maybe it can go on or off essentially
1: there's a big rock in your way and you can make (laughs) some quicksand underneath it and the rock sinks
0: quicksand can do magic right that's what i've learned from media is quicksand is basically magic
1: yeah that's how quicksand works
0: (laughs) so another one we've also talked about is having a glider like ability like the glider in breath of the Wild Mm. or breviary in pokemon Legends Arceus. Yeah. Where you're not flying, per se, but we talked about it being, like, on a mountain clifftop and being able to, like, glide over a tree-covered area to potentially access routes in a different way.
1: Whereas flying is fast travel, this would be yes. in the overworld.
0: Yes. So, this one could be bug. I mean, it'd be weird to have it done with certain bug types, like, say, a Caterpie, which is a mm. point against it. But then, you know, it's kind of weird that you can use fly on your Doduo. Yeah.
1: It's a valid point.
0: It could also be dragon type. Could be. We talked about about the areas that you'd need this are more so in the north of the region Yeah. and the dragon type is the shard given out by tom who's one of the gyms furthest south Yeah. so you wouldn't get that until late game in pokemon south when you've got access to those areas yeah. but you wouldn't get access to those areas until the late game in pokemon north so it could just that be that
1: does it, balance out pretty nicely
0: absolutely actually. so that could easily be I, it and
1: i don't hate flying
0: that. on dragons makes sense i've got other ideas for bug i think okay so let's say this is let's dragon let's give it to dragon then so Dragon is the gliding ability.
1: I do like how that balances out mm-hmm. when those areas become available.
0: So for the bug ability I've been thinking about, I've been particularly thinking about it being useful in the Lavington Forest, mm. where you've got such a big wooded area. And again, it can be... Because this isn't associated with an Elite Four member or a gym leader, yeah. this can show up wherever it needs to at any point in it either game. It could be
1: someone that you meet...
0: It could be someone in that area. It could yeah. be someone at the exact opposite end of the game. So yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: whatever needs are...
1: At- either Entrance of the forest, yeah. whichever one you, you yeah. go to first.
0: And the fact is, I mean, there are multiple things this could be, really. There's the idea of web slinging. Yeah. Spider Man style. Yeah. It could be some kind of cutting ability because bugs cut yeah, through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I, where I thought you
1: were going with it. What do you think? My instinct says, oh no, there's some thick underbrush that I can't get through. Yeah. Go forth, bugs devour. This it. can be
0: our cut ability.
1: Yeah.
0: Do you want to talk about this ghost ability you're thinking of then?
1: I mean, what comes to mind for a ghost is phasing through walls. Yeah. I don't know in in what case you would need this, maybe you get it in the ghost town and there's some area that you can't access unless you have the thing and you need to go through walls to get there.
0: What are the limitations on this ability though?
1: Only certain walls. Only ghost walls.
0: Are they coloured in a certain way or indicated?
1: Yeah, they would be indicated in world. They'd have a shimmer effect to them, mm. I imagine.
0: I think that like, you don't get this just the first time you show up at Clay Valley. I think you come back here later and it's a very late game ability you get access to this.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I don't think there would be that many places where you would be able to use it.
0: Well, I'm kind of thinking instead of it being limited to only a few walls, I'm thinking by default you can go through walls with this. Okay. And there are just certain walls you can't go through that'll be indicated in a certain way instead. You get it late game so that you can go back to earlier areas and you can just explore those so much more easily and freely.
1: That's fun too, yeah.
0: I love getting items later in the game that can allow you to better explore an area after the fact.
1: Especially if it's limited to it only works on
0: buildings. Yeah, yeah,
1: and you can't leave the building with that. Yeah, specifically, yeah. only
0: works on man-made. Yes, things, and so just areas that you access a bit later in the game. If there are indoor areas that you need to navigate with puzzles, they've just got more of these walls that you can't go through.
1: Yeah, yeah, but I could see using this maybe when you come through a building the first time. There's a door that's locked, yeah. and then you come yeah. through with your ghost ability, and oh hey, I can. I mean, the door's still locked, but I can go through the wall. Yeah,
0: and then just for the sake of ease of access later, you can unlock the door from the. Other side yeah we should probably prioritize going through the gyms and the kinds of puzzles that they can enable yeah
1: yeah yeah
0: so let's look at psychic the opposite end of the region to dragon essentially where you get that gliding ability it's the second gym in pokemon south the shard you get given by sam at the stylist gym Mm -hmm. what do
1: I'm having an easy time thinking of things that it could potentially do, but they all seem unbalanced. You can make objects float.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, there's also the issue of how do you implement them as a game mechanic. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh-oh. Okay,
1: okay, okay,
0: okay. Uh-oh.
1: <laughs> Maybe there's giant spoons.
0: <laughs> no, that's, a, that, that's bad. That's bad. You know that's bad, right? (laughs) Why
1: do you think I'm laughing? Okay,
0: okay. I think it can be used to levitate and move objects. Essentially, this could be the equivalent of strength. Like, old school strength.
1: Yeah. Where you've
0: got boulders to move in certain ways. But, like, you can only move certain boulders. You can't just move literally anything with strength.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Every so often, there'll be a random extra item you can move with strength that will mimic being those boulders. Yeah. But I think you'll have items in general, and maybe they're indicated for the player's benefit with a marking on them, like the psychic type eye. Almost like, do you remember secret bases in Hoenn? Yeah. Where you could use secret power to open them up. There'd be a little marking on often walls, or sometimes hedges or trees. Yeah. Various different places, but they all have the same kind of marking. Yeah. I think a similar kind of insignia here, and that allows you to move them. You don't necessarily know how you need to move them or where to, or for what purpose. And they could be moved in different ways than they could be in yeah, all, okay. all, all the Pokemon games. So it's similar to Strength in that you're moving and it's allowing you to move an object. But it can be almost like magnesis in it, Breath of the Wild again. That's
1: kind of what I was thinking. I was like, I can sort of picture this as a, in the overworld, you sort of levitate this item and then with your joystick, you can yeah. push it to the side, to the because side, you can a- push it up, back, you can slide it into a pocket that creates a stair. Yeah, race.
0: but it can be a variety of objects.
1: Yeah. 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 That's fun because that's extremely varied mm-hmm. and that means you can do a lot of different things with yeah.
0: it. So it's a variety of objects, but it's still only specific objects, not just literally anything you find
1: yeah 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 that's also a very cool thing we could have done with steel because we have a steel type gym leader so maybe we should talk about that one next
0: yeah sure we could try uh-huh. to find
1: something that fits in more with John's gym okay something a little bit more along the lines of knive
0: so cuts mm. <laughs>
1: Or some kind of food prep thing. Sure.
0: So they don't all have to be necessarily for overworld puzzles. We can also make more overworld puzzles with the ones we can give as and when they're needed.
1: Yeah. So what if we have something like curry in Sword and Shield? Uh huh. But in order to cook food for your Pokemon, you need silverware. You need some cooking utensils.
0: We don't need to worry about the specifics of what this cooking mini game can be, but essentially this uh, of shard enables you to play cooking mini game to make Pokemon food.
1: Yeah. And then that's what you do with all of, like, you know, the berries you
0: collect. How about Gwen's Dark-type Shard? Ooh. Tanner, when they came on, also talked about the Dark elemental shard being used in kind of an item-finder capacity. But, the item-finder being associated in that way is difficult because, again, it's a gym. You get it at a certain point, and that's quite late in Pokémon South.
1: Right. So we would probably so you give wouldn't... that
0: to one of the other types. Maybe let's pause on this one mm. and come back to it and go through, again, some more surefire ones that we can okay. get through. Poison, for instance. This is one where we had specifically determined exactly what it would be early on. This is used to traverse the tar pits. Right! Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So it
0: essentially gives you surf for tar. Thinking about the idea that we want to have one of the elemental shards be an item finder Mm -hmm. and looking at the types we've got left, the one that feels the most fitting would probably be fairy? Fairy feels like it could be useful for finding things?
1: Yeah. What comes to mind is Will-o'-the-Wisp leading you to a location. Yeah. Being like oh, there's something over here. Like the leprechaun with their goal At the end of the rainbow
0: Yeah Fairy is an ability That can lead you to items
1: Yeah sure Why not
0: Fire The fire I want to come to fire Because we talked about There's two things One We talked about the idea In the steel mill Of there being lava flow Essentially That you redirect As part of that puzzle
1: Molten metal Yeah, yeah.
0: And that could be What the fire shard does Or that could just be The feature of that area Because the other thing That fire could do It could essentially be Surf on lava In yeah. lava-y areas That's like,
1: what I was Going to suggest mm-hmm. That's where my mind immediately. So, I mean, especially since we have poison Which is basically surf But yeah. for poison so. so
0: the fire shard is for Lava surfing
1: Similarly This is probably a little bit basic But water mm. The going up The waterfall thing
0: So with water We've talked about it being useful For a couple of different abilities yeah. Is the thing Forget what else we've talked about it for Climbing the waterfall is classic
1: Yeah Because I know that we've talked about There being waterfalls
0: Yeah I swear we've talked about it Being useful for something else But I can't remember I right can't now What it was I can't remember
1: what either Tweeted us if we're wrong
0: Clearly it wasn't that important though so the water shard can just give you the standard waterfall ability of going up and potentially down waterfalls yeah how about grass oh grass would also have been another natural fit for a cut like ability yeah but what if it's the opposite what if it grows plants
1: yeah
0: or alternative because we may bug the cut thing grass could be the tarzan of everything swinging on vines
1: Ooh, that's fun too
0: <laughs> both of those abilities are fun
1: i'm leaning more towards that one because i feel like we have a lot of things that would allow you to elevate yourself uh-huh and i like swinging on vines
0: okay vine swinging
1: that feels much more unique what would you do with vine swinging
0: there are pitfall areas that you can't get over
1: or like a ravine you need to cross yeah okay
0: areas that you otherwise can't cross and like potentially if you don't have the vine, yet. There are other routes around that are much longer winded routes.
1: Yeah. I was trying to picture, like, there's, like, a ravine you need to cross. You could just send out a bunch of vines to create a bridge. Mm. But you could just as easily use Psychic to pick up a log. Yeah. And create a bridge.
0: That's the other thing as well. The other idea I like is that potentially, especially in later game areas, there can be multiple ways to solve the same puzzle. I like that. I really enjoy, like, letting the user's creativity help them find a way. There's not necessarily just one way to do this puzzle and you have to do it this exact yeah. way, but multiple. The last shard we've got that's not affiliated with a particular trainer is rock, and we talked about there being a rock wall climbing ability, essentially yeah. going to be used exclusively in cave areas, particularly early on in Pokemon South, but also climbing along walls. but again,
1: yeah, yeah, within
0: to- a cave could be over a pitfall,
1: yeah, or like up a little shelf.
0: It's like Sneasler in Legends yeah. Arceus. Yeah, yeah. For electric, we talked about there being circuit puzzles.
1: Love circuit puzzles.
0: What does that mean to you?
1: Make the things match You gotta complete The circuit
0: So this is again In factory areas Yeah Within man-made areas Yeah And we've got a few Of those areas already We've got the steel mill We've got the dam
1: And it could be used To manipulate A variety of types of items Yeah Of like electronic basis Man-made basis You can use it to Change the switches around To connect the circuits
0: Yeah Coming back to Dark now Maybe that should be more Like the steel type Cooking mini game And it should be something That's not an overworld puzzle But Okay Something for fun Instead Like maybe it should be Some kind of Pokemon bonding Thing That can yeah. increase Happiness and friendship On your Pokemon Yeah
1: So similar to In Sword and Shield In particular How you could Set up a camp Yeah To make the curry
0: It could be a way Of playing with your Pokemon In the same way The cooking minigame Could be creating items That can do other things With your Pokemon Essentially Yeah yeah It could be a cooking minigame And a playing with Pokemon Minigame Hide and seek Yeah Some very simple Little game Okay Essentially So yeah A tag game For instance A ball game
1: Maybe it kind of cycles through. Yeah, our
0: last gym is fighting. Okay, Captain Peg's pirate gym.
1: Yeah. You can use this shard to do a punch.
0: This could be a classic Rock Smash. We don't need to reinvent the wheel necessarily. We can reuse abilities that previously existed, and pretty much every game since it's been introduced has got some kind of Rock Smash ability.
1: I'm fine with that, yeah.
0: Yeah, Rock Smash.
1: Fight the Rock.
0: Of all the moves that have ever been HMs, Rock Smash is the only one that is fighting type.
1: Huh, that's one that really makes sense.
0: Speaking of normal type, that's the last shard for us to assign an ability to, given out to you by leader of the Elite Four, Lily,
1: is there any particular ability that we have wanted to do that we have left?
0: You could need this elemental shard in order to be able to go into the cryptic fields. Which almost then plays into Defog, another former HM, but not literally removing the fog, but allowing you to go into that area.
1: Yeah. No, that's perfect.
0: Yeah. You could potentially see some of these areas earlier in the game, therefore, but not be able to go into them and just have to wonder what's going on there yeah. until Lily's given you this shard.
1: Yeah. No, that's great.
0: So now we know exactly... Exactly what each of our elemental shards does and when we talk about our final few remaining town map areas we can talk about very specific concepts for puzzles as we're making those yeah
1: it's awesome
0: yeah all that's left for us to do next is to go over to who's that pokemon
1: I believe it is your turn to lead us on a
0: Pokemon. It sure is. and I think we're going to make two Pokemon here today or two evolutionary families. Oh. Because I'm going to bring to you first a Pokemon that is pretty much a fully formed concept. And I think this could be the counterpart to Furious. We talked about that being a version exclusive based on the areas it's found in or mostly a version exclusive apart from the cryptic fields and found in the northern part of the region. I think this could be found exclusive in the southern part of the region. It's a very different creature but it would be a single stage Pokemon. And another connection is that they'd both be Dark type. Oh, okay. To research this concept, I downloaded a new browser onto my phone, which is an image-free browser that does not ever load images, so that I could search this. It's a bug. It's bug.
1: Yeah, you didn't want to look at the bugs. I
0: don't like looking at bugs. I don't like bugs. I especially don't like spiders.
1: Oh,
0: it's a spider! It sure is. It's one of the most famous spiders in the world. It's
1: a black widow? It's
0: a spider that got a Marvel movie last year. <laughs> It's a black widow
1: Nice I
0: feel like we need A black widow spider It's one of the most Famous spiders And they're a thing In America
1: Yeah and they're Very iconic It Look, really you.
0: is There are a handful Of spider Pokemon You know the original Of course Spinarak And Ariadose
1: Doesn't Spinarak Have like a little
0: Spinarak's got a face On its back
1: Is it a face on its back Spinarak okay.
0: has a face On its back
1: Why do I feel like There is a Pokemon That has that hourglass Shape on it
0: I don't know Okay Handful of spiders In Pokemon over the time The original was just A pretty simple concept It's a spider mm-hmm. Ariadose then you had the Electric Spiders of Joltic and Galvantula. Then you had Dupida and Araquinid, the Water Bubble Spiders.
1: Oh, I didn't remember that that was its name. That's a good name. Oh, that's
0: a great name. But there's never been a Black Widow. And a Black Widow makes perfect sense to me to be Bug Dark because, yeah. like, yes, they're poisonous and this would have poisonous moves and potentially abilities.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But also, they're just kinda evil. <laughs> like, as, Like, relatively speaking, they're, or at least they have a reputation that's evil. Which yeah. is more... Or what the dark type is, anyway, to be fair. Absol isn't evil. Yeah. It's a warning. Yeah, yeah. The whole eating their partner thing.
1: Yeah. There are other animals that do that. I know. Well, insects in particular, like praying mantises. Yeah, do but that. also hamsters. They don't eat their partner. They, no, eat, they eat their, their babies. babies.
0: <laughs> oh, that's much better. No. <laughs> Regardless, Black Widows in particular are famous for it. They're so famous for it, they're named after it. Yeah. And just the name Black Widow, it's a dark name. It is, yeah. It, this just feels like a bug diet type.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: With Furious as well, we talked about the idea of having a gender difference of the male having bigger horns. But with this, I'm thinking we could do it one of two ways. We We could do it where this has a gender difference as well, where the males are just the exact same, but very small. (laughs) Or we could retcon Furious a little bit and say that Furious is a male-only species, and this Pokemon is a female-only species. Interesting And I, th- I I think I prefer
1: that That's interesting We've yeah. talked about
0: gender differences a little bit We haven't got any single gender Pokemon yet And
1: that is a thing Yeah
0: It doesn't entirely make sense biologically But it's also video game It's not yeah, that big a deal don't worry
1: about it Yeah I'm cool with that It's yeah. fun
0: So Black Widow Pokemon How do I take that spider and Pokemonify it? What's one of the Black Widow's most famous defining features Alex?
1: It's got a red hourglass shape on it
0: It's got a red hourglass shape on it So what if instead of it having a red hourglass shape on its body Its body is A red hourglass shape
1: That's pretty good It's just
0: It's an hourglass shaped Body for this spider
1: Yeah so You've
0: got the two triangles And you've got the legs Coming off of that You've got a little head the, I mean one of the triangles Could be the head or yeah, there's yeah, a, there's, yeah I mean there's a handful Of ways to take that right Red and black probably Should be yeah, the two big yeah. colours Here right But it could be more black With red accents And whatnot. And here's the thing Alex Here's the thing That's going to make Your day right now mm-hmm. I've got a name ready For this <gasps> Pokemon Oh
1: my gosh
0: Widower Oh
1: Like widow. An hourglass.
0: That's part of it, but also Dower. Oh severe, stern, and gloomy. Widower.
1: That works in a bunch of ways. Right? That's very good. I just already had a
0: perfect name for this Pokemon ready to go. You're so I got the look for this Pokemon, I got the name. I got I got it all. The only thing I haven't got exactly are the abilities. Let's give Widower some abilities. Is there anything else you'd want to say to clear up about its appearance?
1: No, I think that's pretty solid. Yeah. You you got a fully formed Pokemon here for me.
0: I sure do. Do. <laughs> Widower. It's going to haunt my nightmares once I've seen its art.
1: I'll try to make it cute.
0: I know. Well, but here's the thing. This is a single stage Pokemon. It should still be...
1: Kind of formidable.
0: Impressive. Yeah. It's kind of like Durant in being a late game bug type Pokemon. Yeah. That's a single stage. So abilities. As mentioned, it should have some kind of poison type ability. Yeah. And I think the best choice for that is poison touch. Yeah. Poison touch is when this Pokemon attacks its opponent with a move that makes physical contact 30% chance of being poisoned.
1: That's It's pretty good. Yeah.
0: I go at you, I touch you, and I can poison you. It'll also get moves like Poison Fang, of course. Yeah. Speaking of that, now that I think about that, this thing's gonna bite, huh? Yeah. It's gonna have biting moves. It's gonna have Poison Fang. It's gonna have Bug Bite. Yeah. It's gonna have Bite and Crunch. Yeah. So another ability could be Strong Jaw. Ooh,
1: that's good.
0: Strong Jaw, which increases the power of biting moves. Yeah. Wait, Bug Bite's not on that list? Bug Bite must not count as a biting move in Japanese. Mm. That's annoying. What's his Japanese name? No, his Japanese name is Bug Bite. Japan! Well, now I'm mad. Retcon for Pokemon North and South. Bug Bite will be affected by Strong Jaw. <laughs> because why isn't it? And then I mean, Hidden Ability Intimidate. It's kind of boring, but it's a good it, one. It fits. This is an intimidating thing. You see this, you're gonna freak out a little bit.
1: It is an intimidating. Yeah, bug,
0: and that's Witower.
1: So you have a second concept for us? I sure
0: do, Alex. <laughs> So based on one of the abilities we talked about, the fire elements of Shard letting you surf on lava, mm-hmm. one thing that happens when you surf, typically, is you can encounter Pokemon. Uh-huh. And when you surf on the tar, you're going to yeah. encounter Splatter and maybe some other Pokemon, depending on what we have for yeah, all the regions. Yeah. When you surf on lava, I mean, maybe there's like Slugma and Markago there, sure, That's and certain other mind, things can yeah. be there. But I'm going to bring back one of my oldest Pokemon concepts. Okay. I want us to turn into a fakemon, one of my oldest fake ones. I drew a small group of Pokemon one as a child that I'd made myself. So I drew this as a kid. I want an electric eel that lives in lava. Okay. And it's a fire electric type.
1: That's cool. Yeah!
0: And you can have this electric eel living in the lava that you can encounter while you're surfing in the lava. Yeah? Yeah. Do you think this concept is one, two, three stages? Good point. Good point.
1: I could see it being only, like, one stage. I think one stage is fine. Like, what do you add to an eel?
0: Design-wise, colouring and everything similar to Slugma and Madcargo, I think, with that mostly kind of reddish, but, like, vaguely orangey-yellow hues interspersed to give that feel of it being literally the embodiment of flowing lava. And also, eels are kind of weird looking like that, right? You know? Yeah. It should be kind of shiny looking. I imagine it with a bit of a frill around it. Okay. The frill being essentially a fin. A really long fin that runs the length of it. And the frill itself has a zigzag pattern, which is kind of electric-y, but more subtle than we've done with a lot of our electric types. Yeah. It's a pretty simple looking little guy. I think this one is allowed to have a very friendly face. Yay! Which contrasts some of the Pokemon we've made recently, and also the existing eel Pokemon. And like, there's not much more to say than that.
1: Cool. Do you got a name?
0: This one I don't have a name instantly ready for, which you'd think I would because I've been thinking about this thing for like 15 years.
1: Did you have a name when you originally created it? Don't think so. <laughs> uh, the only thing is They've done an electric eel Yep And it would be slightly more interesting To make it more of a moray Okay Which doesn't necessarily lean towards Electric type Because those are not electric eels mm. But like morays are the ones that hide in rocks
0: Right They're the ones that ship in Mario games Yeah Okay Well that's fine Because it can be a bit shy Yeah I still want it to be electric Okay It can be based on a moray
1: It can have more of a moray look to it
0: Which makes me think Should the back end of it be Like Diglett <laughs>
1: Give it a little rock. That's fun. I'm picturing this kind of like a rock on the end of its tail. Oh, it
0: it still swims around?
1: Yeah, it still swims around, but it's just got (laughs) like, it's like little rock that it can can hide in if it wants to.
0: Now we turn this into too much like slugma and mag cargo.
1: Well, it's not really a shell that it can (sighs) go into. It's just like, it's got like a little rock on the end of its tail.
0: And it could learn a rock move or two, but like, yeah, not much. It can absolutely just hide inside this rock shell. And then you just see this rock, the, the classic, like cartoon style. The front of it is jet black with two big white eyes poking yeah. out that you can just see when it gets spooked.
1: Magamore.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's the name. Okay. <laughs> Abilities. Let's look at Mag Cargo and Slugman's abilities. I think Flame Body is probably going to be here. Probably. Magma Armor. This Pokemon cannot be frozen while having this ability. That's not very good, but it's flavorful. Static would also work because this is an electric eel. Yeah.
1: Potentially. Is there anything that would help its four times weakness? Levitate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well that's not that's I nothing. Know.
0: <laughs> its hidden ability can be Solid Rock. Taking advantage of that rock on its tail. Solid Rock reduces damage from super effective moves by 25 percent
1: oh that's cool yeah oh, that's great so it doesn't
0: make it immune to ground type moves but instead of being four times weak it's only three times a week
1: just that's something yeah
0: and you know it reduces all of its other weaknesses including to rock type because it's weak to rock yeah <laughs> when, when an, an electric, electric eel swims swim through, through fire and melts steel that's magmo <laughs> today we've given specific field abilities to all 18 elemental shards so that we know exactly what abilities you're using to navigate the roots and other areas of Ulsea.
1: And then we've also made a couple of Pokemon. Widower, which is a Black Widow Dark Bug type Pokemon.
0: This body is actually shaped like an hourglass instead of simply having that pattern on its back. Mm -hmm. And we created Magmore, a fire electric eel based on one of the first Pokemon I made as a child.
1: Which is just delightful.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's got a big smile and it lives in a rock like a moray <laughs> So thank you for listening to Poker Makers
1: And thank you to the Pocket Podcast Network For hosting us You
0: can find other cool shows on the network such as Home Viewing Steampunks
1: and for one last time, our other show, Sorted.
0: Our theme music is by Mike Freitag. You can find him on Twitter, at Admiral Amara.
1: You can also find us on Twitter, at PokeMakers. And
0: you can find us both individually. I'm at JD.
1: And I'm at Pichu, P-T-C-H-E-W.
0: And don't forget to check us out on the Pocket Podcast Network Community Discord. Link in the description.
1: And tweet at us any awesome ideas you might have. And your ideas are all awesome.
0: Yeah. But until next time, gotta, gotta make, make them all. all.
1: Hi, I'm Brittany, and I have a bachelor's degree in film and television. And I'm Jessica, and I have a bachelor's degree in equine studies. What would happen if we put our heads together? We would come up with the new best, worst horse movie? Like a movie where a horse is the best hard-boiled detective the city has ever seen. Or a movie where horses are fighting in the front lines in a space war. We're doing just that here at Cult Classics, a new show on the Pocket Podcast Network. Join us every other Monday for good horses, bad plots, and all the bad horse movies you never knew you needed in your life.